listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting, screenwriters, and of course, the ever-faltering film and TV industry, the mainstream TV and film industry. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and this is to wrap up the year 2023 and some highlights over the podcast Because, quite frankly, I've discussed a number of things. Now, every six months, I start a new season. Now, this is the end of season seven. Over the past year, which includes season six, what I've done is... I have continuously made it a habit to reiterate time and time again that critics are not to be trusted. And I have laid out my reasons why. I have also mentioned the type of responses that I will get when I put my stance including, and not limited to, that I am allergic to criticism, I can't take criticism, any number of things that says that I don't like criticism. I have clarified that this is not true because I welcome constructive criticism. What I am allergic to is destructive criticism. The willy-nilly use of the words illogical, unbelievable, and unrealistic. Those are the three words that I have come to hear as the most common criticism when I submit any material for review. Which is why I have learned to rely less on critics because I have also mentioned that in order to qualify for criticism, you don't need any in mainstream cinema. You don't need it. Anyone who is anyone can become a critic. I may have also reviewed Uh, quite a few movies myself, and what I have also stressed when talking about criticism is why the movies are bad. It's partially because of the critics, today's critics, nitpicking every single element or every single piece. Now, there's nothing wrong with paying attention to detail, but too much attention to detail is what's killing the quality of the movies. And because of this, filmmakers were taking an easy way out. They're taking an easy way out to make their product known and an easy way out by jumping on the bandwagon. And by that, I mean if one original film is made, they will create variants of the same movie. Now, this is true 
with Tollywood. Now, I have touched on Tollywood before, and I have explained or have introduced Tollywood by saying this is the invisible twin brother of Bollywood that Bollywood has kept hidden. Like in the movie The Man in the Iron Mask, where King Louis kept hidden from the world, from France, his twin brother, Philippe. Now, I have also, at certain points, said that producers and showrunners were giving away their power. This is one of the main reasons the mainstream cinema is faltering, because too much power is given away to the critics. And I did specify that independent filmmaking was the way to go. For a few reasons. Because the marriage of a filmmaker's vision and the producer who believes in that vision, the one who finances the movie, was the way to go. And that is the perfect union because... When that happens, the filmmaker does have a bit of a free range, not complete, uh, a, not complete free range, but a certain amount of free range into the decision making that goes into film. Now, I have also mentioned, or I also believe, that if you can finance the film yourself by still keeping your day job and saving some money from the day job, any, any money that you can think of, and then make your movie when the time comes. I also believe that we as filmmakers or we as storytellers, or sometimes I use the word creative practitioners, which is a term that was used by one of the film schools here in Australia, we should believe in our stories, the stories that we tell, and we should also believe in the characters, in our characters. Now, there is a movie that I have been working on where I truly believe in the character that I've created, that I've come up with, and I believe that in due time, when this gets completely finished and completely furnished, like completely polished, I believe that this film of mine will be an epic. It will be ready, but... Lot, not a lot of filmmakers are doing this. They're simply making movies just for the hell of it. And a lot of these filmmakers are just doing this for the sake of art when it's not really the case. Now, one of the things that I d do detest from filmmakers is the predictable nature of boy meets girl love stories. And I believe... I have mentioned this in the podcast 
quite a few times. And the reason for this is taking something and glorifying it, which happens on a daily basis, doesn't do you any favors. doesn't do the filmmaker nor the producer any favors. So what I'm going to do is in the new year, I'm hoping to review more films and a little bit more work. And I am going to try and bring in more screenwriting aspects of my podcast. Because I believe that throughout the year, I have not done that enough. Because I, as a creative screenwriter myself, I enjoy the rewriting process. Now, speaking of rewriting process, now when I was in film school, I believe I told you about my experience about being in film school. And because of that, I believe film schools are not worth it or may not be worth it, worth your time and effort, effort because I myself had to pay nearly a hundred grand in tuition money for the course of the degree that I had to take, which was a bachelor's in fine arts and filmmaking. Very little was learned and whatever little that was learned, it was worth it, but it was not worth the hundred K that was the asking price. I did mention that you can go online and learn the basics of filmmaking yourself. I have also mentioned a great fella on YouTube named Tyler Mowry. That's Tyler with last name Mowry, spelled M-O-W-E-R-Y. Tyler Mowry, an excellent source for screenwriters. And he also talked about the worth of filmmaking courses, of going into film school. And I share that notion. I share that belief. And I share that opinion. Now, after the break, what I am going to do is I'm going to wrap it up by recommending what films that you could watch for Christmas. And I've made a list. I've checked it twice. I'm not going to find out who's naughty or nice. But what I will do, I'll list these movies and I will recommend that you watch them instead of the regular, cliched boy meets girl love stories during Christmas time. So that's up next, so stay tuned. This podcast is brought to you by Spring Whales Productions. Show them you. Welcome back. So before the break, I pretty much talked to you about the highlights. I mentioned the highlights of this year which also included how I format my show, 
the story, the Saturdays with the Story Dude show, and I, how I break it up into half yearly seasons. Now, in this segment, what I aim to do is recommend some movies to watch during Christmas time. Now, I know Christmas is coming up, but every single time. Now, I had this conversation with another another person before, another man who also shares a similar view like I do. Christmas movies in Christmas time, even though they are Christmas themed, they are very predictable in terms of Boy Meets Girl. Every single one includes Boy Meeting Girl and the whole shebang that comes along with Boy Meets Girl love stories. But with the element of Christmas added in. I'm not exactly sure why this is still a thing. But from what I was talking to this guy about. It's basically cheap. And it's too easy. And which is what I mean when I say filmmakers are taking the easy way out. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go through here with a list of movies that I believe have gay characters in them. And I would recommend watching this instead of the regular, cliched, predictable Boy Meets Girl Christmas-themed love movies. And I know I mentioned that before. And I'm mentioning it again. So... I'll start with the ones that were released in 2020 during COVID era. The Christmas House. Darking in December. And the Christmas Setup. In the year 2021... I've got Single All the Way, Under the Christmas Tree, and finally, there's one movie in 2009 that I found is Making the Yuletide Gay. I believe it's a Jewish-themed uh, movie, but with a gay, couple of gay characters. So I would recommend you pick one from the list. Now, you may want to rewind this episode to go through to confirm that list with yourself, but I'll start again. Now, this time in a different order. From the year 2029, making the Yuletide gay. From the year 2020 COVID era, The Christmas House, Dashing in December, or Darking in December, The Christmas Setup, and in the year 2021, Single All the Way. Now, this one has Michael Yuri 
in the film. Under the Christmas Tree. And that's pretty much it. So there's six of them here on the list. I would highly recommend you go and watch them. Now, to finish up the year 2023, my other Christmas message is this. Believe in your characters. If you are going to write a story, believe in your story and your characters. And I did quote S.S. Rajmali, the same filmmaker that brought us RRR or Triple R or whatever you might want to call it, which apparently Holly was wondering or banging its head against the wall, thinking why it couldn't make movies like that. But I promise you, the reason for this is primarily because how the critics are chosen and the filmmakers and the producers themselves, how they're giving away their power to these critics, giving them all that power. I would suggest you take back that power and when you take back that power, you trust in yourself, you trust your own judgment. Now, I can understand that if you're putting down a substantial amount of cash and in investment in a movie, I can understand that you want a substantial amount of return, which includes 30% on top of the break-even cost of the movie but trust me on this one if you truly believe in your characters and in your story and let the market decide you have a better chance to make more movies now I can understand that piracy was a big issue and it still is a big issue because you have quite a few piracies stuff happening in not just Asia but on YouTube as well but what I would do is I would do anything and everything in my power not just to protect the copyright but also to do anything and everything in your power to do your best to believe in your characters. So, this is me signing off for the year 2023. And you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And until I talk to you again in the new year, don't forget to turn that page. <laughs>